For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for BYU to begin the fourth inning is Aiden Callahan. It's a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Aiden making his fourth appearance. Has yet to allow a run or a hit. He has struck out four and walked just one in three and one-thirds innings pitched. I think Aiden's last appearance was just maybe a one batter appearance and maybe walked a guy. Maybe face two, walked one, or either yeah. way, it was a very short appearance. Yeah, he faced two. He got to, he got a ground out, and then he walked a guy. So that was the third of an inning. And so he went a third and walked. Yeah, and there was a couple of lefties in a row, so we went to the matchup. So in his first two appearances, went two and one, and then a third in his third, and now is his fourth appearance. So, Aiden Callahan on the hill, the big righty, facing the right-handed hitting Sean McLean. McLean doubled and was stranded in the first. That was the lone hit of the Sun Devils' first inning. And he's the engine for this team, leader in most major offensive categories, is Sean McLean. Strike one followed by ball one from Aiden. Aiden, like Bryce Robison, powder blue glove on his left hand. BYU in the white pinstripes today with navy caps. And a cool overcast day following a very rainy Monday that led to a postponement from Monday to Tuesday for this game. Two balls and one strike from Aiden, Arizona State. Maroon caps, maroon jerseys, gray pants. The script is Devils across the front today. 2-1 from Aiden. Popped up behind home plate. Good fastball there. The thump off the canopy. On the inner half there, jammed him. Barely was able to get enough of it to foul it back. Arizona State playing just its 12th away game. BYU playing just its 10th home game. Again, losing record on the year for BYU, but winning record at home. Five and four coming into today. Hayden's high with the 2-2 offering, so full count to the first batter of the fourth inning for Arizona State. Sean McLean. McLean today's second baseman, the number three hitter, leading off here in the fourth. Cook's four-run lead. And Aiden. Walks the leadoff batter here in the fourth. Yeah, and that's what you don't. You, you got a four-run lead. You don't want to give them free bases because they're so potent offensively that they'll turn a free one into a to a run with one swing. Yeah, base runners have not been an issue for the Sun Devils. Getting them across has. They've got the same number of hits as BYU. Four. The Cougs have four more runs. Ethan Long popped up to short in the first. Comes into today with a 10-game reached safely streak. He's got a runner on first in Sean McLean. Callahan, a chopper to third. Third to second for one. Nice To first done. double play. Nicely done. Pitcher's best friend right there. Deming, Cole, and Wilk on the 5-4-3. And the Cougs have two out here in the top of the fourth. And I was just about to say that uh, Callahan's last two batters face going back to last weekend were, were two walks when he hadn't walked anybody in his first two appearances against Dixie and Utah and had the four strikeouts. But, uh, hey, you race the walk really quick when you get a double play ball. Nicely done. So BYU's second double play of the day, and that's 23 on the year. Next batter is Jack Moss. The Sun Devils, by the way, they've got to one double play today, giving them 34 for the year. That's one of the nation's best numbers double plays 
back. The Sun Devils came into today ninth nationally in doubles, double plays per game. They'll stay in the top ten, having gotten one early. Cougs have two outs early here in the fourth. Two balls, by the way, delivered from Callahan to Jack Moss. Moss singled and was stranded in the second. And that's going to be a single into center. So between the second baseman and shortstop on the second base side of the bag. Yeah, just in the outreach of Aiden, he almost was able to feel that, field that cleanly, but just passed his glove for the single. So a walk and a single, sandwiching a double play here in the fourth for Arizona State. BYU 5 and ASU 1. It'll bring up Hunter Haas. Hunter Haas. Not only does he have a 15-game hit streak going, he's had multiple hits in seven consecutive games. Coming in two today. But he grounded into a 1-6-3 in the second to get his day underway. Runner at first, dancing off of first is Moss. So Moss on first, Hawes in the box. Jersey number 14, the third baseman, Hunter Hawes. 0-1 as he watches strike one from Aiden. Inside part of the zone, Callahan glances back to Moss at first. Comes set, Abe sets up outside. And that's where... Callahan delivers, reaching out, fouling it out of play off the light pole. Down the right field line in foul territory for strike two. So Callahan, pitcher's pitch coming up here with an 0-2 and two out. Can the Cougars get out of the top of the fourth? Things going well so far for the home team. 5-1 lead. The Cougars have five runs on four hits. The Sun Devils one run on five hits, so BYU's being out hit but leading by four. And that's a reach-out grounder to second. The hopper handled. And the throw to first from Cole to Wilk. And the Cougs are out of the top of the fourth. So for Arizona State, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. And there's a runner left on. Bottom four we go. BYU 5 and Arizona State 1 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Watkins is the first hitter for BYU in the bottom of the fourth. Swings at the first pitch he sees from Peary. And strike one to Brock. BYU 5, Arizona State 1. The 0-1 to Watkins, the number nine hitter. Walked and was stranded in the first inning. That's two strikes from Peary to Watkins. So the 0-2 forthcoming to Brock in the home white pinstripes today. Mitch McIntyre waits on deck. Side armor comes plateward with strike three. Swing and strike from Brock. And that's one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Well, he's just getting ahead with that fastball away. And then that time he went to his slider there that uh, Brock was way out in front of. Sidearm guys, you got to hunt fastball away and attack that pitch. Because a week ago today we saw a side armor from uh, Dixie State. Yep. And today's submariner is Brock Peary, having replaced Jared Glenn, who went two innings. Started the third, never got out of it. That's when Peary came in and took care of business. First blanked inning for BYU is in the third. Scored four in the first, one in the second. One ball, no strikes with one out to McIntyre. Mitch McIntyre walked and scored in the first. And later in the first, as BYU hit a round, he flied out to his positional opposite at center field. Grounder to second. McLean DeMoss and McIntyre's retired two out here in the bottom of the fourth. I mentioned how uh, 
Arizona State's a top 10 team in double plays defensively. Well, they're a top 20 team in shutouts. They've actually had four shutouts this year, but BYU took care of that possibility really early with four runs in the first inning of this one. Next up for BYU, Peyton Cole. So a 4-3 ground out. And McIntyre brings up another left-handed bat. Peyton Cole takes strike one. 0-1 with two out. Peyton in the first inning. Fly down to center. Second inning ground out to the first baseman unassisted. Again, ten batters came to the plate in the first for BYU in that four-run inning. Outside and a little too far outside. Ball one from Peary. Peyton Cole. Yeah, three hits, two runs, and one RBI in Spokane over the weekend. Ooh, it came in and hit him. I think it got him on the arm. I thought it did. Uh, they I say no. He, I don't know how he got out of the way, but he did, it looks like. He skipped out of it, but I thought it caught him somewhere, even if just on the jersey. We've seen jerseys hit for a hit-by-pitch, and yet he didn't take his base and, yeah, that's just missed him. Came inside on his lower leg and didn't get him, so that's the reason Peyton wasn't going anywhere. Laces that to left, but a liner is caught for the third out of the inning. So for BYU, no runs, no hits. In a 1-2-3 inning, there was no one left on. There were no errors, and it's a 4-1 lead for BYU Top 5. Coming up almost halfway home here at Miller Park, BYU 5, Arizona State 1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First batter in the top of the fifth. Arizona State is Kai Murphy. Kai Murphy in the first, in his first plate appearance, flied out to center. That was in the second. Kai Murphy is the son of Pat Murphy. And as ball one's delivered, Tuckett's going to inform us a bit about who Pat Murphy was. Yeah, Pat Murphy, legendary coach at Arizona State. Actually coached uh, Trent Pratt hmm. when, uh, when he was there playing. But uh, now he's the bench coach for the Milwaukee Brewers, so... Didn't mean to go past tense on Pat. He, <laughs> he is still with us in coaching, as Tuckett said, with uh, Milwaukee, but uh, tied to Arizona State as his son now bats for the Sun Devils. One and one from Aiden Callahan, Cougar's second pitcher today in the top of the fifth, and that's two balls and a strike from Big Aiden. BYU oh, five and Arizona all. State one. Got to make them earn everything. Aiden making his fourth appearance of the year. Everything out of the pen. And it was a long time between pitches for Aiden Callahan. As that's chopped foul down the first baseline. The junior from Boise, Idaho, an Everett Community College transfer. I say big Aiden, 6'5", 225 is the roster listing right now. Yeah, it's been awesome to see him work his way back. You say back, and it's back from Tommy John, right? Yep. Right-hander Callahan, left-handed hitting Kai Murphy. And out out in front of that one, laced foul down the first baseline. Cowell State, two balls, two strikes, no one out here in the top of the fifth. Kai coming off a a two-for-seven weekend in Salt Lake City. Scored a run, drove in two. 
was a, game, a series in which the Sun Devils took the first two and then lost the third in a walk-off. On a three-run bottom of the ninth from the Utes on Sunday. And the Cougars followed that up with a four-run bottom of the first here in Provo. Callahan on the hill and count full. Three balls, two strikes now. Ball th- three seconds ago. To Kai Murphy. Murphy 0 for 1. And fouled back. Almost straight away here at Miller Park. Well, and Murphy was the head coach of Arizona State. 11 of 12 seasons mm. he went to the postseason. Wow. So uh, he was uh, well, they won a lot of games. Postseasons where they live. I mean, 40 NCAA tournament appearances the Sun Devils have made and five national championships. Last came a long time ago. It was 30 years ago with the last national title. But that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a baseball school. Yes, they are. Swing and strikeout. Good pitch. Aiden Callahan on a full count. Brings up the Cougars' first K of the day. That's yep. the first strikeout for the pitching staff today. How, uh, how about this stat? Coach Murphy's teams at Arizona State went 506 consecutive games without being shut out. Scored a run in 506 straight? Straight. Well, that's going to give it was me a that, national that, record. That, yeah, that's gonna, I mean, what's the record if that's not it, right? Well, 350 was at the time, and they were 500. They blasted past yeah, it? Yeah. How 506. About you know, for the longest time, you know, BYU football was known for the scoring streak, right? That, that was what BYU, yep. they never get shut out. And, uh, oh, that Utah game was so cold. 3-0 yeah, in the I'll snow. Never forget yeah. that. I'll mm-hmm. never forget that game. <laughs> Some things we just don't forget no. for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. 0-1 with one out to Sam Ferry, today's catcher. Aiden ball one, so one ball and a strike. BYU 5, Arizona State 1. Can't quite see the top of the mountain across from us there as the clouds have lowered again. Earlier, couldn't even see the Y. Foul tip, strike two. One ball, two strikes, one out to Sam Ferry. Ferry doubled and scored the Sun Devils' lone run. That was in the third inning. He was brought in on a sacrifice fly from Drew Swift. It was a 1-2 count where he was able to hit a double. 1-2 count count here. Outside for ball two. Aiden well away on that one. Aiden has a little bit of trickeration. He's got a, uh, three different type windups. He'll he'll do a real slow pause and then quick to the plate. And then he'll also do a, a really fast quick to the plate and then just a normal. So he tries to you know trick you, keep you off balance a little bit. Two and two. Almost the same location there for ball three. Full count with one out. Aiden's thrown twenty six pitches. Here in his second inning of work. Took the fourth and now the fifth for BYU. Sam Ferry at the plate. The full count, one out. No one on. Mm, Too high in the zone. Walks him. So Ferry takes the Sun Devils' second base on balls. And Aiden's got his second walk of the year. So Joe Lampy will step in. Left-handed hitter against right-handed thrower here. With Ferry at first and one out here in the top of the fifth, almost halfway through this Tuesday matinee at Miller Park. BYU and Arizona State. He grounded out to second his last time. You're looking for that right here and hopefully turn into a double play. Indeed, the 4-3 for Lampy in the third. One out, one on. Top five. BYU leads by four. The square from Lampy. A good idea Strike there. One. Get that down the line there. It would have been a hit with his speed. 
used to be a lot more bunting in college baseball, but it doesn't seem, seems like that, that trend's kind of slowing down. And in Major League Baseball, it's almost unheard of these days. The 0-1 with one out and one on. Now he's swinging, chops it to first, first to second for Nicely one. Done. And they get the lead runner. Yeah, there's so, no, no chance to turn two there. Yep, Wilk got the sure out at second, and the lead runner is retired there. And that was Ferry, who led on a base on balls. It'll allow Lampy to reach on a fielder's choice, bringing up the top of the order, Andrew Swift. Yeah, Wilk took his time, just made sure he made a good throw to second to get the lead runner. With Lampy's speed, no chance for a double play, and it's, it's, it's so nice when... We just play catch. It's so fun to watch. A zero in the E column right now. That was Wilk to Watkins, who was covering it second there to get the lead runner. Stays one on, but now two out. Andrew Swift, the leadoff hitter. It's here in the top of the fifth with his team down four. And that's ball one from Aiden Callahan. Got away from Valdez. The throw to second and not in time yeah. to catch Lampy. A blocks that had time. His throw was on the third base side of the bag. Had he thrown it to the second base side, right on the other side, first base side of the bag, he probably would have been out because the ball beat Lampy to the bag. But Peyton had to come off to go field that, and that's a big. Uh, was that was a steal or did that get away? They call it. That will be a uh, um, a wild pitch because he wild went pitch when okay. the ball was yeah. in the dirt. Yeah. So we'll call it a wild pitch and the runner advancing. The runner, Lampy, is now in scoring position as swinging and missing is swift. So one and one with two out in the top of the fifth. And Lampy at second, a runner in scoring position for Drew Swift. Well, that's a huge, huge advancement there to second with that base running because now single will score a run with his speed. Swift hitting 308 with runners in scoring position. And that's ripped. Foul down the third baseline. A one ball, two strike count, and two out for Aiden Callahan. Callahan led off this inning with his first K of the day. BYU's first strikeout as a staff. Yeah, huge at-bat right here. Huge at-bat right here for Callahan to find a way to get an out right here without giving up the run. Swift hitting 331 coming in two today, down to 329. On 0 for 1 with a sack fly. That's hitting the air but into foul territory. Just beyond the grandstand between the stands and the bullpen on the Arizona State side of the diamond. One ball, two strikes. The count stays. We have two out. We're in the top of the fifth. Almost exactly halfway done here in Provo. BYU 5 and Arizona State 1. Cougs have struggled against the Sun Devils. This is a positive result to this point. Last 23 meetings, BYU's 3-20 and 20 against Arizona State. The interesting thing about those 23 games, all played at Tempe. It's unbelievable. We got them the last time we played them, though, didn't we? Yep, 2013. Yeah. So, yeah, the last time they met was eight years ago. In fact, that was Mike Littlewood's first year, I think. Was first it not? or 2013? Year. First or 13. second year. Probably second. Yeah. Let's see. I think it was his first year. 2013 for Mike. He was, was hired in 2012. Yes, yeah, that's, season, where, yeah. that's what always throws me off is I knew he was hired in 12, but I didn't know if they counted it the 11-12 season or if yeah, it was the 13 was his first season. Yeah. So in his first season, he went to Tempe and beat Arizona State. So he's officially 1-0 against the Sun Devils. Mike's got the magic touch. We'll see if he can keep it going here today. 1-2 and two with two out. 
Swift, right-handed hitter, right-handed thrower. Callen, ooh, top of the zone, didn't get the call. Stays full now. Three ball. oh, that was just two balls, beg your pardon. Two balls, two strikes, two out. It was a one-two delivery. So two and two, the count is even with two out here in the top of the fifth, and BYU leading it five to one. Sun Devils have more hits than BYU. The Cougs have four more runs than ASU. The runner at second is Lampy. Fielder's choice and wild pitch. And that's hit in the air. Deep down the right field line. Cole gives chase. It landed in foul territory, but Cole couldn't get there in time. Yeah, good effort there. It did stay in play, but at the farthest corner of the, of the field there and right down the line. If that were a left-handed hitter, there's a chance Cole would have reached that. For this sure. The righty hitter has Cole shading just a bit. Made it a longer run for Cole to the right field corner. So two and two, the count stays with two out. Find a way right here, Aiden. Find a way. Runner in scoring position. Dances off second. Stays alive in the count. It went to the to cutter Swift, right there. Swift it back. Just, just was able to get a piece of that. Oh, and you're batting high 320s. It's because you battle. And, and that's what he's done so far this at bat. 281 with two outs, and two are out now. Two and two the count to Drew Swift. Flying out to center in the first, sack fly to right. The lone RBI for the Sun Devils in the third. So 0 for 1 with the ribby for Swift. And for Drew Swift, that now gives him 24 RBI on the year. Gets away on ball three from Abe Valdez, allowing Lampy to advance. So Lappy's done nothing but take advantage of the opportunities given him here in the fifth inning as he goes fielder's choice, wild pitch, and wild pitch, or pass ball, depending how they judge that one. Yeah. So a count goes to full. Three and two, two out, and the Sun Devils' second run 90 feet away. They'll call it a pass ball. Well, that's, and that's a big break there because now an infield single scores a run instead of just advancing him to third. But uh, go get this out right here, Aiden. Win this battle. Two out, top five. Cougars trying to get out of it with no one across. A 5-1 game. The righty Callahan looks at third and comes plateward. And that's ripped foul down the third base line. Count stays full. Three balls and two strikes to the leadoff hitter, Drew Swift. Fourth hitter in this inning for Arizona State. Strikeout to begin the inning from Kai Murphy. Ferry reached it on the base on balls. Fielder's choice had him out at second and Lampy going to first. And wild pitch and pass ball gets Lampy from first to third. Lampy at third. Two out. Full count. Callahan kicks and fires. And Go get it, Hit Cole. in the air. Go get Foul it, territory. Right field. Gamble gives chase. And it'll be over the bullpen wall into the Arizona pen. Things are really darkening up here. I'm not sure if the forecast called for any rain this afternoon, but it's... Uh, Dark and foreboding around us here with uh, clouds obscuring the top of the mountain. Says they're about a not a very high percent chance. No, very small chance of rain. So maybe stay up there on the mountain. Come on, Aiden, right here. Big pitch right here. Three and two, two out here in the top of the fifth. Runner at third. That's popped up again. This one is playable. Wilk 
Looks it into his glove, and the inning is over. Nice job, Aiden. Jacob Wilk makes the catch in foul territory just outside the first base bag, and we go to the bottom of the fifth. We're halfway done here at Provo. BYU 5 and Arizona State 1 for the Sun Devils. There were no runs. There were no hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on third. BYU 5, Sun Devils 1 to the bottom of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the fifth inning here at Miller Park in Provo. BYU 5, Arizona State 1. Strike 1 to Andrew Pintar. Strike 2 as he fouls it out of play down the third baseline. Chased down by members of the BYU dugout. Andrew Pintar hits. Pintar hit by pitch and scored in the first. He scored BYU's second run of the four. They played it in the first inning. Ground out in the second, 6-3. 0 for 1 for Pinning. And strikes out on three pitches. Swinging strike and a miss from Andrew. And for the Sun Devils, that's four Ks on the day. Sun Devil staff has four strikeouts, three of them from the reliever, Brock Peary. Peary replaced Jared Glenn, who went two complete today in his first start of the season for the Sun Devils. So one out here in the bottom of the fifth, BYU 5, Arizona State 1. Cole Gamble, double for two RBIs in the first and a solo shot to right in the second. So two for two with three RBI for Cole Gamble. And he is heating up at the plate. Yes, he is, and both of those balls were hit extremely hard. Takes ball one. And again, it was a lengthy RBI drought for Cole. He went four weeks between RBIs, and then RBI Thursday, RBI Friday, RBI Saturday, and then three RBI here today. So six ribbies in his last four games for Cole Gamble. He's BYU's RBI leader, 21 on the year. And that's ripped again, deep to right, and that is another home run! Holy cow, for Cole, Cole Gamble! Cole Gamble. For Cole, it's back to back, Jacks. Wow. And the Cougs lead 6 to 1, that was Hammer. <laughs> oh, the ball must look like a beach ball to Cole Gamble right now because, my goodness. What a, what a swing, Cole. Have yourself a day. The rest of the Cougars need to have what Cole's having. Yeah. He is on a roll, is Cole. Six to one Cougs. Cole Gamble today, three for three, four RBI, two solo shots to right. I'm just so glad that I was able to help throw him batting practice today, you know, to get him nice, you know. I guess I'm going to have to stick to that routine, right? You're back. (laughs) You're back in the box. Yes, Uh, absolutely. Cole Gamble. My goodness, Cole. Second homer of the day, sixth of the season to lead BYU. The RBI tally up to 22 to pace the Cougars. He guns them out from right. He hits homers to right. He's Cole Gamble. Yes, he is. One out here in the bottom of the fifth. Cougs four in the first, one in the second, one now in the fifth. Six to one, BYU leading Arizona State. Cole Gamble the man of the hour. Four RBIs on a six-run day so far for BYU. Jacob Wilk is next in the box. 0-2 to Jacob, by the way. Two pitches already delivered. O ball, no balls, two strikes, and that's a punch out. A backwards K caught looking as Jacob. Yeah, he is. Perry is absolutely handling the right-handed hitters right now. It's just fastball and slider away, and they're not taking good swings on him. So the strikeouts sandwich a solo shot from Cole Gamble, so two are out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Brock Peary 
not known as a strikeout guy. 14 Ks and 28 and a third coming in two today. He's got four strikeouts. That's hit in the gap. We'll look it down in right center. Short right center. It does. Hayden Latham singles to right and stays at first with two out. So a two-out single for Hayden Latham, his first hit of the day. After going hit by pitch, stranded, and base on ball stranded in the first and the third. It's a hit for Hayden in the fifth. And the Cougars have a two-out man on in a five-run game. Cougars six, Sun Devils one. Well, Deming seen him one time already this game. He, he struck out, but uh, it helps when you see a guy like this for the second time because you know what to expect and you've seen that arm angle and where it's going. Of the five strikeouts on the day, two have come courtesy of Austin Deming, swinging, swinging and striking out on the first and the third. Hits now in the fifth. And again, he saw Glenn's, Glenn once and Peary once, but now he sees the Submariner for a second time with a runner on. The runner on is Latham with two out here in the bottom of the fifth. Already one run across. BYU six, Arizona State one. Six runs on six hits. That's efficiency. Yes, it is. For BYU, one run on five hits and a single error for the Sun Devils. Well, we Deming takes the ball one. Greg, we always talk about how good of a team we are at walking, right, and taking our free bases, but we just haven't been able to get the key hit. Well, in the first inning, we took our walks, we had the hit by pitch, and we got the key hits, and that was the recipe for a four-run inning. The Cougars were three for five with runners in scoring position in the first inning alone. Getting the Cougars off to the kind of start they just haven't experienced really a lot of lot this year. You know, a, a first inning lead, going to the second leading is a, is a new thing for BYU, and just playing in front. You know, too many times they're having to score late to stay in games, and now they're playing from in front, and front runners, they've been good front runners today. Yeah, it's nice to not have to play catch-up. Taking a 4 nothing lead, 5 nothing lead, goes 5-1, and now 6-1. And that's fouled by Deming out of play down the first baseline. One ball, two strikes, two out, bottom five. And the Cougs a five-run lead over a good Arizona State team. They really started the season very well. They were 15-5 in their first 20 games. Got themselves ranked. They've been just hit and miss. Seven and eight in the last 15. Kind of win one, lose one, win two, lose one. and Diving back as Latham as the pickoff attempt. A little late at first. Stays one and two. When they started 15 and five, they had a nine-game win streak as part of that run early. The one-two to Deming. And a throwback to first. The swipe tag by the first baseman, Moss, getting a little late. Hayden Latham is at first base with two out for BYU. Hayden on the year, just one for two on a stolen base tries. That's inside, and that's strikeout number three for Austin Deming on the day. So three at-bats and three Ks, two swinging, one looking. Strikeout number six for Arizona State. With five of them coming from Brock Peary, who's not a strikeout guy. Trust us. We go to the sixth. BYU six. Arizona State one for BYU in the fifth. No one run on two hits. There were no errors, and one was left on. We go to the sixth inning. Cougars six. Sun Devils one on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, BYU a losing record on the year coming into today. BYU 12-23 and 23 on the season. So losing record on the campaign, but a winning record when scoring six or more runs. And the Cougs have scored six. The Cougar lead is 6-1. to one. We go to the sixth inning here at Miller Park. 
By the way, the Sun Devils have now allowed six or more runs in seven of their last ten games, including today. Leading off the sixth is Hunter Jump. And Jump takes strike one. The new pitcher for BYU, Cooper McKeon. He's the Cougs' third pitcher of the day. Pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Cooper McKeon, the southpaw, making his 15th appearance. ERA just under 7. Coop with 15 Ks in 13 innings pitched. A little more than a strikeout per inning for Coop. He's on the hill. And it's lefty v. lefty here. As Hunter Jump reached on a single in the third, extending his reached safely streak to 22 games and his hit streak to 7. He was picked off to end the inning, actually, for BYU. Positively that. It's a chopper to first and fouled out of play down the first baseline. So one ball and two strikes now to Hunter Jump, who hits here in the sixth inning. Ball, two strikes, no one out to jump. McKeon high in the zone for ball two. Well, Coop's been really good left on left. His ERA just keeps lowering and yep. lowering and lowering. He had he had uh, like ten walks in his first inning pitched officially this year. So his numbers are getting better, and, and his role is expanding because of it. Greg Grubel, Tuckett Slade, your commentary tandem here in Provo on a chilly gray afternoon. Comes with some gas, and it's ball three. Three balls, two strikes to the first hitter of the sixth inning. BYU 6 and Arizona State 1. Talk about ASU being a baseball school. These are some of the names that have come out of the Arizona State program. Barry Bonds, Reggie Jackson, Dustin Pedroia, Floyd Bannister, Bob Horner, Oda B. McDowell. In 2020, there were 15 former Sun Devils in the big leagues as... Cooper loses the first battery faces on a walk, so Jump will take his base. Most recent Major League player, Merrill Kelly, pitcher for the D-backs in 2019. So it's been a bit of a baseball factory over decades. Again, they're an annual fixture in the NCAA tournament. Things are really chilling out here at Provo right now. As I see fans seeking cover. Is there some light rain falling? It's starting to rain just a little bit. In the one spot. Top of the sixth. The game's official. Right, Tuckett? Yes, it is official. And it's a getaway day for Arizona State. Late, late afternoon flight. So they're not going to... If this thing were to get into a delay situation, you'd probably see a call pretty quickly on this one. It's possible, yeah. I yeah. just don't know. It may not be that heavy, yeah. right? Yeah, I just yeah. think it's just kind of a mist right now. So one ball to Sean McLean with jump at first. No one out. And strike one. One and one to Sean McLean. McLean doubled, stranded in the first, walked and stranded in the fourth. It's now in the sixth with Hunter Jump on first base. BYU pitchers have walked three today. A third of three is Jump at first. The lefty Cooper McKeon is squared to first as he comes outside for ball two. Deshaun McLean. BYU 6 and Arizona State 1. 
Again, the Kooks have that winning record when they get to six or more, and they are at six right now. Six on six hits. Arizona State, one run on five hits. They have the lone error in this game. Outside edge, too far outside, ball three. Well, Cooper's really struggling to find his fastball command right here. Just missing, and he's not getting that borderline pitch. Umpire hasn't called that all day. You have to earn that strike. Go attack these hitters. Three and one with no one out, one runner on. Does what he's supposed to do, pipes it in for strike two. Three and two to Sean McLean. We have a five-run lead in the sixth, and the, and the last thing you want to do is, is give them free base runners. You do that, and all of a sudden, you know, it can turn into a big inning and then get right back in this game. 6-1 Cougs. Top six here in Provo. Fouled back to the screen on the ground by McLean. Stays full count with no one out. The one error in the game came early, came in the first inning. It was part of BYU's four-run first. Mitch McIntyre, who reached on a base on balls, advanced to second on the wild pitch, and throwing error by the catcher got him to third. That's the one error. And then Mac, Mitch came in to score the Cougar first run of the game. Another walk, so back-to-back -back walks for Cooper McKeon in the first two batters he sees. Yes, I know there's a, a stress level in dugout is starting to increase right now when you got a guy who's been so good of late comes in and walks the first two guys that he faces. And he came into today averaging exactly one walk per inning. Again, a lot of it came yeah. early, but still. That's now 15 walks in 13 innings pitched for Coop. Southpaw on the hill, the first lefty for BYU to throw today. Oh, and so now you're going to have some, some guys in the bullpen getting going to get hot real quick. You need a ground ball that will play right here in the worst way, Coop. Get hot on a cold day. No one out. Two men on. Top six. And high for ball one to the number four hitter. And the number three hitter in this inning, Ethan Long, the designated hitter, popped up to short in the first. 5-4-3 DP in the fourth. Ethan Long digs in. And he is torching left-handed pitching this year. 4-21 against the Southpaws. That's a fantastic average, and especially you're facing a guy who's struggling right now. He, he can't find the command with a fastball or his curveball, and he's been so sharp of late. So Michael Bradshaw, BYU pitching coach, out to conference with Abe Valdez and Cooper McKeon. McKeon comes in, replacing Aiden Callahan. What did uh, Aiden do officially? Two complete innings. His first hit allowed in five innings, I think, now. So uh, two innings, one hit, no runs, walked two with a strikeout. And Cooper McKeon has walked the first two batters he has faced without recording an out. No one out, two men on, runner in scoring position for Ethan Long, the DH. And Long with runners in scoring position is hitting almost 400, 393. I gave you the left-handed number a moment ago, so kind of a lethal combination right now. With the dangerous long in the box. Strike one from Cooper McKeon. Yeah, good pitch right there. Get back in the count. Hey, just execute your ball down. Try to get you a ground ball right here. Minimize this inning. Get you a big double play. The appropriately named long leads the Sun Devils in home runs with five this year. <laughs> of course he would, right? One and one. And hits it 
deep to right. Cole Gamble going back and back, and it is gone. A three-run home run, homer number six on the year for Ethan Long. All the things we say he does well, he did well there against Cooper McKeon, and it's a whole new ball game at 6-4 to four, the score. Now on the top of the sixth inning, three-run shot to right for Ethan Long, and Cole Gamble was running back to the same spot where his opposite was running back yeah. to watch his home runs go earlier in the game. Yeah, and, and with one swing, they're right back in the game. All why? Because of the free bases. You have to make them earn it. And Coop walks the first two guys and gives up a three-run home run, and now the Sun Devils have all the momentum again. And, oh, man, that's frustrating. Left-handed hitting Jack Moss will step in. Single in the second, stranded. Single in the fourth, stranded. Hits in the sixth in a two-run ball game. Both teams have six hits. The Cougars still have two more runs. Six to four, the score, but the Sun Devils inching back in. And you give them an inch, they take a mile on the three-run home run from Ethan Long. And still no outs in this inning, Greg, so it's not over yet. On that hit by Long, his hit streak goes to eight. His reached safely streak goes to 11. Goes to 11. Six to four, the game. Strike one well, after a ball the, uh, delivery from Cooper McKeon. This is going to be his last batter that he faces right here with the righty on deck and the right-hander in the pen getting going. So a three-run inning so far on the big bomb from Ethan Long. Still no one out. Coop walked the first two batters he faced. The third took him yard. Yet to get an out. Two balls, one strike. You're in the top of the sixth. Hey, that five-run lead, though, comes in handy, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> but like I've said, it just, it's never enough against this offense. Coop kicks and fires. Chopper to first. Handled cleanly there by Jacob. He'll scoop it to Coop. The scoop to Coop and the step on first and one out here in the top of the sixth. So that'll be the 3-1 ground out from Jack Moss. It'll bring up Hunter Hawes. Relieve a little bit of the pressure right there, getting the one out. We've already seen one hit streak extended. We'll see if the Kooks can uh, keep Hawes hitless in this one. Not only is he getting hits, he gets multiple hits. He really brings people up. Again, multiple hits in seven straight games. That's hard to do. Yes, it is. It's one thing if you, know, you, you, you get lucky, you get an infield single, you keep a streak alive, but... Knock after knock for this guy. 1-6-3, double play in the second. 4-3, ground out in the fourth. No one on and one out. 0-1 now the count from McKeon to Haas. Mm, didn't get the call for ball one. Yeah, Action could. in the BYU bullpen. McKay Johnson, the right-hander, is warming right now. He's the only guy up right now for BYU. Yeah, another left-hander on deck. That'll be Kai Murphy. Inside for ball two. So from 0-1 to 2-1 from Cooper McKeon. Coop's just thrown his 23rd pitch here in the sixth. First three belonged to Bryce Robinson. The next two to Aiden Callahan. And Coop's just trying to get a couple more outs or help BYU get a couple more outs here in the sixth. And that is laced... Oh, wow. Just, just foul? Just wow. Foul. Maybe inches foul down yes. the first base line. And again, we're far enough away that it's really hard to see if it lands on line or not. But the umpire down the first baseline with a better view says, fa- says foul, but can't be by very much. 
So watching the TV replay, mm. like an inch. Yeah. The the pellets pop up just outside the paint. Good call, though. And it it's is going foul. the other way and just slicing it opposite field was Haas. That was inches away from extending his streaks we talked about. As it stands, it goes to two and two. Even count, one out, top six, five-run lead is down to two. Ooh, we get him on the elbow yeah. or not. It was a foul ball, oh. and he knows it, yeah. Hit the bat. I thought it might have yeah. caught him inside on the elbow or wrist, but no, it's off the bat. Stays two and two. Came inside, and he brought the handle right in a spot where he could actually make contact, and that's, I think, what it got him on the... Ooh. Yep, right on the knob. Right on the oh, knob wow, of the bat. Unbelievable. Yep. Got the knob. Not the hand, not the wrist, not the elbow, but the knob of the bat. That was the click I heard. And he's not an elbow pad guy, so it couldn't have been that. Two and two with one out. Inside and low for McKeon for ball three. Full count. Coop laboring here in the top of the sixth. Three runs across on the three-run shot from Ethan Long. Cole Gamble's two home runs to right have brought in two runs. Long's single shot to right brought in three. High. Oh, thought he was going to first. Instead, he's going to the dugout. Caught looking. Good pitch right there. So it's a big, big strikeout for Cooper and the Cougars here. Two out now here in the top of the sixth. Hunter Hawes is sent back to the dugout on the backwards K. He thought he was going to first base. Umpire said, make it a shorter walk, son. Two out here in the top of the sixth. Six to four, the Cougar lead. It's still multiple runs. He's trying to minimize the damage, mitigate what's well, kind of big lead. I still have to a, a two-run lead. Still have a two-run lead. Just get out of this inning here. Kai Murphy hits with two out, and Murphy sees McKeon go outside for ball one. So if if, if Coop gets out of it here, if the next batter is retired, this will likely be it for him, and you'd see McKeon yeah. start the Looks next like inning. will go the next inning. So Kai Murphy's gone fly out, strike out in the second and the fifth innings respectively. Hits now in the sixth. His team down two. Six to four, the score. And that's outside high for ball two. Two and oh, two out. The top of the sixth inning, the batter is Kai Murphy. Murphy with two out. Hitting barely 200. On the year, he's a 231 hitter. In fact, he's right at 200 on the two-out situation. Yeah, Coop is really struggling out there, Greg. He just, every every time he finishes a pitch, he keeps, you know, working on mechanics with his arm angle. Because that's ball three. So 3-0 three and oh with two out. Got to come. Didn't get it. So 3-0 and oh is going to be a take, and... Often you see that pitcher do what he has to do to stripe a strike in, but he did not. Four-pitch walk. And a frustrated Cooper McKeon awaits the Cougar next hitter, but he may not see that next hitter. Coach out to the mound and looking to the pen, so he did not get that next out needed. And it'll be a pitching change. McKay Johnson will enter. We'll take a break of 60 seconds and set things up for you after this. We're still in the sixth. The Cougars still lead, but the score is 6-4. to four the top of the sixth inning with two out and one on for the Sun Devils when we come back to Provo after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time for
for a pitching change, a PZ Printing pitching change. Brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. The fourth Cougar pitcher is McCade Johnson, the right-hander. McCade, we'll see action here at the top of the sixth and two men out. McCade making his 15th appearance of the year. He's 0-3 on the year. Averaging just over a strikeout per inning and 14 and a third. I gave you the uh, Arizona State pedigree with the major leaguers and the biggest names, some of the biggest names involved that you've heard coming out of the ASU program. Well, of course, BYU's got an excellent big league pedigree as well. A storied major league history. Names like Jack Morris, a four-time World Series winner. Wally Joyner played in the bigs for 16 years. Corey Snyder, almost a decade in the show. Vance Law, 11 years Dane Orge was a decade guy, two World Series. Rick Aguilera, two World Series. Jeremy Guthrie spent more than a decade in the show. Brian Banks, six years and a World Series. Aguilera had two World Series as noted. Danny Ainge, known for his basketball exploits, was a big leader back with the Blue, back with the Blue Jays back in the day, and he played more than 200 games in the major leagues. Right now, Tuckett, uh, no one on current major league rosters, but uh, guys in the mix, and we'll talk about those guys on strike one delivery from McCade Johnson, Taylor Cole, Jacob Brugman, and Michael Rucker. And uh, Brug and Rucker, uh, AAA situations currently, right? Yep, just uh, just to name a few. We've got a bunch of minor leaguers right now. Jackson Clough is at the extended site for Washington Nationals as well. So. The 0-1 from McCade outside for ball one. And uh, Taylor Cole, a name people know, is currently a free agent. Yeah, he was uh, with the Angels the last three seasons, uh, big league club, and uh, just uh, had a off-season surgery in the shoulder, rehabbing that, trying to find his contract was up with the Angels, so still looking for a team, but uh, not sure if he'll be healthy enough to throw this year. So one and one, two out, one on, and a two-run lead for BYU. Top six, six to four, the score, low for ball two. Our thanks to BYU Baseball Sports Information Director Duff Tittle for lining up that roster of names for us to bring to you in our audience this afternoon. Of course, names... BYU baseball fans certainly know and know well over decades of Cougar baseball history. And that's ripped up the middle. And we'll get to center field. Runner will hold it second, but a sharp single from Kai Murphy. Or, beg your pardon, Sam Ferry with Murphy having walked. And that will be runners at first and second. 94 mile not fastball in the outer half, and he just went right back up the middle. A big, big spot right here. Two-run lead. Top of the sixth. Two guys on. Here we go. Cougar pitchers got through five with just one run allowed. And the sixth inning has been a trouble spot here with three runs having crossed. And the tying run at first. The go-ahead runs at the plate. And that player at the plate is Joe Lampy, who takes strike one. Lampy reached on a fielder's choice, stranded at third in the fifth. He grounded out 4-3 in the third. So Lampy is 0 for 2. Waggles the bat on an 0-1 count with two men out. Here in the top of the sixth, McCade Johnson on the hill. The righty on the hill. Ooh, left-hander chops it off the first baseman's glove. And it'll be everyone safe. Jacob Wilk. Uh, E1 there. Uh, sorry, E3. That's one of those uh, high choppers where Wilk tried to come run through that when, hey, at that spot, if you just stop and try to wear that ball, keep it in front of you, and then tag the bag, you get the uh, the third out. And so a misplay there. 
he one-handed it to the side yeah. instead of getting in front. He yeah. gets in front, that's going to be an out probably, yeah, right? You, st- you just try to stick that ball like a catcher there and just wear it in front of your yeah. body and then find it and touch the touch the bag. So the Cougars' first error comes on a chopper to first base and a hard hop to handle, but it went off the glove, stayed in close enough to Jacob where he could handle it and keep the runners from scoring, but it goes as the Cougars' first error in a tough inning for BYU. So it's bases loaded now. Yes, yeah, so there's two ways to field that. You can try to come just wear that, or if you just drop step and, and let it bounce one more time, then you field on the high hop there and then just flip it to your pitcher. So he, he rushed himself into a bad hop there on the full sprint. Shortstop Drew Swift is the ninth hitter to bat here in the sixth for Arizona State. Murphy at third, Ferry at second, Lampy at first. And Johnson on the hill. That's strike one after a ball one delivery. So one ball, one strike, two men out. Still two out with a two-run lead for BYU. But the go-ahead run now is at first base. Yeah, and all of a sudden, they're one hit away from at least tying this thing up. One ball, one strike. Potent Arizona State offensive team playing from behind. Having trailed 6-1, to one, it's now 6-4. to four. That's a swinging strike, and it's 1-2 and two with two out. The Cougs are one pitch away from getting out with just the three runs across, and the three runs came on a big blast. The first three batters in the inning reached base on balls, base on balls, three-run shot. No one's crossed since, but the sacks are stacked with Sun Devils. Big one and two, spot right two here. out. Big spot. The, the ninth hitter in the inning. Can McCade get him here and keep it at three? Kick, fire, reaching out and fouling it out of play down the first baseline is Swift. Swift today is 0 for 2 on a fly out, a sack fly ribby in the third, and a pop-up to first base in the fifth. Well, his last time up against Callahan, he had an 11-pitch at bat and then popped out to, to Wilk. Wilk, who moments ago saw a ball that could have ended the inning, go off his glove and keep it alive for the Sun Devils. One and two. The pitch. Ooh, the. Ooh, Ooh he, did he get a. Did he it, just, just tip it? Just barely barely tipped foul it. tipped yeah. it. Mm, the barrel came across and caught enough of the ball to just tip it. Otherwise, that was going to be through the zone check swing yes, strikeout, it right? Been. So one and two, the count stays. Man, Swift is a good hitter. I don't know how he was able to foul that off. Come on, McCade. Swift hitting 308 with runners in scoring position. He chopped it to the shortstop. Handled to go to first for the sure out. Nicely Got it. Done. And the inning is over. Just three runs across on a three-run shot. But the Sun Devils lead the bases loaded. It's a 6-3 to end the inning. And we go to the bottom of the sixth. BYU 6 and Arizona State 4 for the Sun Devils in the sixth. They get three runs on two hits. There was an error, and there were three left on. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom six we go. And BYU with a 6-4 lead over Arizona State. The Cougs are being out hit. But the Cougs have the two-run lead. As as A. Valdez will lead off the bottom of the sixth for BYU. The Cougar catcher doubled home a run in the first. And grounded into a 4-6-3 DP in the third. Hits now in the sixth with his team up two. Well, Perry's come in and he shut us down besides the solo shot from Cole. Everyone else has really struggled against him. And I tell you what, after they put up a three spot, it'd be great to answer that and extend this lead. In three complete innings by Perry, no bases on balls and five strikeouts. 
Two hits, a single run, and it was a home run from Cole Gamble. One, two home runs on the day for Cole. Have a lefty warming up in the pen now. So, Righty side armor on the hill in Peary. Two balls, though, to Valdez, and that's outside for ball three. Yeah, he'll be taken here. Of course, we said that this weekend that Harris would be taking, and what did he do? He, he swung. <laughs> so, A. Valdez, one ball away from a free pass. And Peary does as pitchers are wont to do on the 3-0 and pipe one in to keep the count going. Three balls and a strike. Still have to be selective here. 3-1. Brock Watkins on deck. And he reaches out to make it full as he fouls it out of play down the first baseline. Abe Valdez getting his 14th start behind the plate today. He's been a hard luck catcher because we always won just one time all year when Abe starts the game as the catcher. Pumps that right elbow and rips it, lines it beneath the glove of the shortstop for a single to left. Yeah, hit so hard right there. He wasn't able to get his glove down in time. So coming into today on 0 for 12 run, he goes 2 for 3 in this one. Double in the first and single now in the sixth. And BYU... Leads it by a score of 6-4 to four when the lead runner is on in the sixth inning in Abe Valdez. So Brock Watkins now hits with the runner on. The runner on first is Abe Valdez. BYU 6, Arizona State 4, lead runner on. Here in the bottom of the sixth, Brock walked and stranded in the first. Struck out in the fourth. That's good to see Abe uh, hit two balls hard today. Yeah. Brock, one of six BYU strikeouts from Cougar batters today. 1-0 to Brock. Runner on first is Abe Valdez. Working from the first base side of the rubber is Brock Peary, the second Sun Devil to go on the hill today. Checks Abe back at first. Abe's gone one time this year, has one steal. The righty submariner. Strike Ooh, one. What happened to the third, happened base third baseman there? Yeah, you got the turf monster got him. <laughs> oh, man. Somersaulted down the third base line on uh, the low outside pitch to Brock. Third baseman was kind of just edging in and just stubbed his toe in the turf and went tumbling with nothing going on in front of him. One and one with no one out. Oh, and a square. But a half attempt to pull back, and it catches the bat anyways and goes foul down the first baseline to the Arizona State dugout area. So one and two to Brock Watkins here. The number nine hitter, the shortstop for BYU, Brock Watkins. Has a runner on. Trying to sack him over here with uh, your best hitter on deck and uh, not able to get the job done. Now you have to battle and stay out of the double play ball here. Takes for ball two. Brock hitting 211 on the year. 200 of the runners, and the runners Valdez at first. BYU 6 and Arizona State 4. The Cougs have been front runners the entire day. 4 0 lead in the first, led 5 0, then 5 1, then 6 1, goes to 6 4 in the three run shot. 
Passes the other way, gets down to the right field corner. Rocks it around first. He'll take second. He'll hold it second. Holding it third is Valdez. The Cougars have second and third. No one out. Bottom six. It's an opposite field double to the right field corner for Brock Watkins. Well, and finally, a right-handed hitter that says, okay, hey, I'm going to just make that adjustment. He's throwing me away. I'm going to. I'm just going to try to go that way. And he didn't get the bunt down, right? But what did he do? <laughs> he hit the double even better. Nicely done. That's now a, second and third for the leadoff hitter, Mitch McIntyre. That's the number one thing is, hey, you know, coach asks you to get a bunt down, great. You don't get it down, and a lot of guys can, like, take that as, oh, no, I didn't get my job done and be frustrated. But what do you? the best thing you can do after that is, hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes to advance the runner, and that's even better than a bunt right there. So nice job by Brock there to not give up and to keep fighting and to win that at bat. And let's break for 60 seconds for an Arizona State pitching change. We're going to set the table for Mitch McIntyre next. It is BYU 6, Arizona State 4. Bottom 6, the Cougars a two-run lead and have something brewing with runners in scoring position and no one out on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for Arizona State and the first southpaw the Cougars will see today. Comes out of the pen, and that's Graham Osmond. Osmond making his 22nd appearance to the busiest of all Sun Devil hurlers is the lefty Osmond. He started one game. His ERA is 3.96, averaging a little more than a strikeout per inning with 27 Ks in 25 innings pitch. The situation he inherits is second and third and no one out, and the Cougars' best hitter with runners in scoring position coming to the dish in Mitch McIntyre. Yeah, and because of the situation here, they were in the bottom of the six, two-run game. The infield's playing in here, which gives Mitch a better chance to hit a ground ball through the infield. But uh, the, the perfect scenario here would be a deep fly ball where both runners can tag up and we can score a run and, and, and have a runner on third with, with one out. Or, a, or a get Bel- a hit. Yeah, or, <laughs> yep. A. Valdez, who led the inning off with a single, is at third. Brock Watkins doubled. He's at second. First base is open for Mitch. Takes outside for ball one from Osmond. BYU six. Arizona State four. Our score. No one out. Bottom six here in Provo. Mitch today is 0 for 2 with a run scored. He walked to lead the game off for BYU and came around to score the Cougars' first run of the day. Lefty thrower. Lefty hitter. In McIntyre. Well, well, Abe is definitely, no disrespect, I love you, Abe, but he's our slowest runner on our team. And so it's not a guarantee that a sack fly here will score him because there's some good arms out there. It has to be deep enough. Two balls to McIntyre to open the count. 2-0. and oh. Takes inside for 3-0. and oh. And you got to think take here. And a very selective guy you, you as a what? leadoff hitter at the plate. This is a spot with because of who he is. Coach might give him a you think 3-0. He gets a light? Like, hey, this is the guy we want to hit. This is our guy right here. And okay. so he might get a green light I here. I mean, his runners in scoring position number says you want his bat on the ball. We'll see what he does at 3-0. Lays off for strike one. Wasn't a straight take. You saw that he was looking yeah, to he maybe. definitely was looking. Yeah. But it's a good take because it's a fastball down that uh, probably just beaten to the ground there. And now you yeah. 3-1, now you battle. 3-1. Second and third. No one out. Two-run lead. 
Up the middle. Infield in. It gets to center field. One run scores. Second will hold. The Cougars take a 7-4 lead as Abe Valdez comes in to score. Rockets held at third. Runners at the corners and no one out. The chopper with an infield in gets to center field. It's an RBI single for Mitch McIntyre. Well, and, and that's that's what happens when you decide to play your infield in, right, is that now your shortstop is in second baseman are so far in that that high chopper up the middle, you might have a chance as a shortstop to go make a play, but uh, because you're playing in, there was no chance. Perfectly executed right there by Mitch McIntyre to get another the big run. Back-to-back lefty hitters for BYU, and Peyton Cole hits. Runners first and third, no one out. And Peyton with a runner on third and less than two out is three for four this year. I like that stat. More like I love that stat. Run across, corners for Cole, and a three-run lead now for BYU. What an answer. We'll talk about the answer. It's exactly, I was just going to say that. I'm glad you said it because that's what good teams have to do in games against, you know, you know, a nationally ranked opponent going into last weekend, right? And... Just answer and play hard and nicely done. Still still more out there, though. The southpaw Osmond comes plateward after ball one, two balls, and no strikes to Peyton Cole. Cole flies out in the first, grounds out in the second, and lines out in the fourth. Hits now in the sixth with runners on the corners. At third is Watkins. At first is McIntyre. And still no one out for a BYU team leading by three. Seven to four the score. Seven runs on nine hits. Osmond, chopper, this could be two. Handled by the second baseman, shortstop for one and first for two, but a run does score. Brock Watkins scores on the 6-4-3, and it's 8-4. The Cougs have played it two here in the bottom of the six, so two out just like that. Yeah, well, you know, Peyton's not going to get an RBI for that because he hit into the double play, but you know what? Everybody on the dugout is happy that, hey, you put a ball in play and you scored another run. To, to now make it a four-run lead. So, hey, wasn't the, the, the outcome that Peyton wanted, but the team-wise, that's a good at-bat, and we'll take it. So Watkins scores the second run of the inning for BYU. Valdez was first to plate, followed by Brock. Next hitter is Andrew Pintar. Out of play down the first baseline on the first pitch he sees. No balls, one strike, two out. Bottom six, but a top of the sixth three-run outburst from the Sun Devils is answered by two so far here in the bottom of the same frame. It's a four-run lead. BYU will lead going into the seventh. And that's quickly two strikes on Penny. So takes strike two. He struck out on his last at-bat. Hit by pitch and scored in the first. Ground out 6-3 in the second. A frontwards case swinging strikeout in the fifth. He hits now in the sixth. And that's another swinging strikeout. So Cougars were sitting first and third, and no one out, and that's quickly three outs, but two runs across, eight to four the score. BYU's lead by four, heading into the final three innings of this one. For the Cougars, two runs on two hits, there were no errors, and there was no one left on. BYU eight, Arizona State four, our score. To the top of the seventh we go on the new skit, BYU Sports Network.